This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's the start of the college basketball season, which means more opportunities. Not that we haven't had opportunities in the past, uh, but more opportunities to talk to my friend Brian Geisinger. 24-7 sports. He is a basketball guru, junkie, savant, and he joins us to talk about ACC hoops. Mr. Geisinger, thank you so much for your time. Also, BuzzBeat Podcast, so we can talk Hornets uh, if we absolutely have to. All right, so uh, let's start. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, you getting the joke there. Um, let's start with Duke since they are, according to Sporting News, number one. Uh, but according to the preseason polls, other preseason polls, number two, uh, who do you think is their most interesting player to you? I think the most interesting player is probably Jared McCain, the the freshman guard uh, from California. Um, Filipowski and Kyle Filipowski and Tyrese Proctor, like I think those are the headliners. Those are the returning stars. Um, and they, you know, right now they both project as like top twenty prospects for the the twenty twenty four NBA draft. And I, I think there are going to be some different nuances in terms of how they're used and how those guys play this year. It'll be fascinating to see their development. But they are somewhat like more known commodities. Like we've seen those two guys play a lot of basketball. And McCain sort of is kind of feels like he could fit in as the third or maybe fourth guy. You know, we'll see how. Uh, all, you know what what Mark Mitchell's role looks like and what Jeremy Roach looks like, but I just feel like we have a sense for what a lot of those dudes look like, how they fit together. McCain's a little bit different. He's a really strong driver. He can post up a little bit from the guard room or from the guard position. Right. He can shoot. Um, and I just think he, like he play. I haven't seen a ton of him. Uh, saw a little bit of him before he got to Duke. Watched some of his Nike EYBL film. Saw him play at the Hoop Summit and just have a sense for a guy who really knows how to play basketball, uh, can can get to the rim, pass, cut, shoot. So I don't know, I think he's going to be a really nice fit with this team, but he strikes me as like a potential uh, ceiling raiser for, uh, for Duke this season. What is an element that Duke uh, Duke is missing? And we're, we're going to get back to uh, a player that you kind of referenced, but I want to dig down deeper. Uh, on Tyrese Proctor in a second, but what what is what element is Duke missing when you look at their roster right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's sort of a, it's probably an obvious one, and I'm guessing if you pulled you know 100 people, 98, 99 would give you this answer. But it's sort of like an above the rim center. Um, the last three seasons we've seen it with Mark Williams and Derek Lively, guys that could catch lobs, space the floor vertically um, in the half court. Uh, be a pressure point on the rim in the pick and roll game. Lively was so good at that; he's doing it quite nicely as a as a rookie in the NBA with the Mavs right now. Um, he played quite well against the uh, the Hornets last night. Um, and they don't they don't quite have that. Like Kyle Filipowski can can screen and dive and get get downhill, and obviously, like he's a very uh, powerful finisher at the rim and in the paint. Um, Ryan Young is like a nice veteran backup center. Right. Christian Reeves has shown flashes when we've seen him in like scrimmages, and obviously he's enormous. But even he's not like the kind of like fluid athlete that like Williams and Lively were. It just, you know, I think it's a real, real weapon to have one of those guys to be at the rim as a lob threat offensively, and then defensively, what that, what that, what like, what does that mean for Duke this season? 
the last couple of years, they've had these incredible rim protectors with Williams and Lively. And if you watched Derek Lively play last season at Duke, I mean, he was like, he might be like a savant defensively, like at the center position. And he can guard the pick and roll in a million different ways. He could switch out, he could drop, he could play up at the level. And that gave a lot of like, that gave Duke a lot of freedom and a lot of comfort in different coverages to mix stuff up. And, and, you know, that's not going to be the same this year. I was at the exhibition game the other night. They had two blocks in that game against UNC Pembroke. One of them came in garbage time. The other one was a Jalen Blake's block on a three-point attempt <laughs> in the corner. So, like, they're going to have to guard guard it differently this season because they don't have, I think, like a, like, true center that can play above the rim on both sides of the floor. But can you still win that way? Can you win without a rim protector? I mean, I, I guess it has been done before. I, I'm just trying to rack my brain, but uh, can you do it? Yeah, you, you, yes, you definitely can. Um, it just, you know, you're going to have to problem solve differently. And who knows? Like, again, maybe Christian Reeves can play 15 minutes a game and can be that for them. Um, you know, it, it does seem like they're going to maybe try, you know, Sean Stewart as a small ball center at times to let him switch and he's athletic enough to like contest I mean he's gonna block a lot of shots for Duke this year too. He's just not a seven footer, so it's not quite the same thing. But yeah, you you absolutely can. Um I just think they'll have to like mix up coverages a little bit more, maybe dabble in some zone, and they're just gonna have to get great point of attack defense and, and perimeter defense from guys like Tyrese Proctor, Jared McCain, Caleb Foster like and I also think a guy like Mark Mitchell has a huge role to play here too because he late in the season last year started to come along as like a not like um maybe not like explosive or like it, it didn't have like a ton of like block volume but mm-hmm. he's a guy that can really like on the backside of pick and roll coverages make plays protecting the rim so like he, it just it has to be by committee um and he has to do a better job keeping the ball out of the paint too I'm just I, I I just thought about it in in 2001 Duke won a national championship and their leading shot blocker was Shane Battier. Now Battier was just an elite <laughs> defender. I mean he averaged more than two blocks a game. So uh, those couldn't have all been on the perimeter. Carlos Boozer, mm-hmm. uh, their best big man, was at point you know basically one block per game. So maybe Duke can uh, can play good defense without it. Real quick about Tyrese Proctor, um, how good. Do you think he can be? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. I mean, he's awesome. Like, I, I'm I am Dean Proctor. Um, again, another guy that I liked the film I saw of him even before he got to Duke. And Gold, you and I spoke a couple times early last season when, when he was having some like shooting troubles. And I remember saying, like, these shots are gonna start falling. Like he's shooting well from the line. He's taking good shots. The shot looks good. He's not gonna shoot twenty five percent on threes for the whole season. Right. And you know, he really picked it up down the stretch. Um he can shoot off movement. He can shoot coming off screens. But late in the season, he got so good at hitting, like, tough shots. You know, the, the shot-making he had, he had in that Tennessee game. I mean, 
that that game was like a rugby contest outside of like Tyrese Proctor just wiggling around the court and throwing in a couple crazy shots um, in that game. So special talent, like he's got great size at the position. He's got great vision. He doesn't get a ton of steals defensively, but he's got good size and he's pretty good navigating screens, getting around ball strings at the point of attack. The thing for him that I'll be curious to see this year, because he is not like a crazy, like, you know, first step, quick burst guard. Um, you know, he's not a guy that, like, lives at the rim in the half right. court. So what does he do to sort of compensate for that? Like, can, can he continue to win in the mid-range, hitting some of those tough shots? Where does the pull-up three, what does that look like this season? And does he have, like, added flexibility, added wiggle, added tricks to sort of, like, get around guys, get into the paint? Um, there's going to be times where he will be able to use his length and, and – to play over the top and, and score in, in that way. But I'll just be curious. He only had one dunk last season, um, and he didn't have a ton of, like, efficiency or volume at the rim. So, like, will that is that something that's going to always be the case for him, or does he have a few more that has he developed? So something to keep an eye on with Proctor. But he's an awesome player and a, and a really, really solid two-way player who looks like thoroughly, but if you watch the scrimmage, the exhibition game, um, I mean, it does look like he's maybe made a little bit of a leap, but obviously we need to see see him play more, a few more games before making that uh, determination. All right, a couple of more quick minutes with Brian Geisinger, who is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show, twenty four seven Sports. Um, give me the the an, a player from North for North Carolina that intrigues you that can take them to a higher level. Yeah, I feel like the answer to this for a lot of people is, is Elliot Cadeau in at the point guard spot. But I'm actually gonna I'm gonna to be uh just to be different, I'm gonna say Harrison Ingram, um, who is a, a forward transferred into Stanford. I've liked Ingram since uh summer twenty twenty one. I watched him play for Team USA in the, the FIBA U nineteen World Cup along with Chet Holmgren and Jay Ivey on the team that beat uh, Victor Wembanyama to win the in France to win the uh, the gold medal that year, but like he's not uh, an amazing athlete and he's had issues with his jump shot. But six seven strong can post up, can initiate from the post, can run, pick and roll, um, can come off screens and shoot. Just like a really really versatile offensive player that I think can give them another ball handler, can space the floor at times. And I don't know. I just see him being like kind of a, a swing piece for UNC. I think Cadeau is going to be awesome and is going to um, really open things up for them with his passing. But Ingram just feels like a guy because of his positional versatility and the playmaking on like the on on the wing that I think uh, is someone that I'm really going to be paying attention to for UNC this season. All right, final thing. We got about 60 seconds with Brian Geisinger at bgeis underscore bird on Twitter. Um, we know DJ Burns. We know what he is. We know what Casey Morsell is. Who is the the guy that is going to make NC State better than people think? Uh, I don't know right now. Um, it could be it could be a lot of different guys. Perhaps it's Muhammad Yara, the transfer who came in from Missouri mm-hmm. uh, at the like you know the four or five position with his ability to, to protect the rim, play above the rim. And, and occasionally step out and hit shots. Like I, I like what I saw him at on film at Missouri last season. He didn't play all that much. Um, maybe I would have answered this question a couple of months ago with MJ Rice, but right. we'll see about that. Uh, Dennis Parker, the freshman, mm-hmm. um, 
from the area at the, at the forward and the, the wing spot that could be a difference maker. But, like, to me, I think the answer is just whoever steps up to be the lead ball handler. Like, whomever that player is, because they're missing Jarkel Joyner, right. Rayvion Smith, both those guys are gone. This is a high-volume pick-and-roll offense. They need someone that can, like, bend defenses, hit shots, get in the lane. They just they need someone to step up as the lead ball handler. And, like, right now, I don't, I don't quite know who that is. So I'll be curious to see who is able to step into that position. Whoever that is, they're the ones that, like, I think, uh, you know, are the are like the biggest difference maker for state outside of probably DJ Burns, Brian Geisinger at B Geis underscore Bird on Twitter. We will talk again extensively throughout the basketball season, my friend. I appreciate your time. Absolutely, thanks, guys. Your heart—it's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice: expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice.